Welcome to Proven Improbable. Today we're highlighting a growth stage exploration company located in Montana, adjacent to the high grade Stillwater mine, which was sold recently for 2.2 billion. But even more exciting than all that, our featured company is on track to release their maiden 43101 this year. Stay tuned for our exclusive interview. But before we begin, I would appreciate if you click the subscribe button and click the bell. Now, on to today's interview. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Joining us for a conversation is Michael Raleigh of Group 10 Metals. Mr. Raleigh, welcome back to the show, sir. Thank you, Maurice. Glad to be here. Always a pleasure, sir. We brought you on today to discuss several accretive successes as Group 10 Metals continues to demonstrate their proof of concept. And this time it's regarding geological sampling, mapping programs, and high-grade gold drilling results from the company's flagship Stillwater West. Mr. Raleigh, for someone new to Group 10 Metals, please introduce us and share the opportunity the company presents for shareholders. Sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, Group 10 is a growth stage exploration company. We're focused on palladium, platinum, gold, nickel, and copper. We are pre-resource stage. However, we're now in the process of converting drill-defined mineralized zones into maiden resources at our flagship Stillwater West project in Montana. And that is the, the value proposition um, uh, for, your, for your investors. Uh, we're funded, we're fully permitted for 2020, and we have two more district stale assets, uh, one in gold and another in PGE nickel copper that we are receiving expressions of interest in. And uh, we plan to monetize those in the coming year or two uh, in order to focus on Stillwater. We have 100% interests in all our assets. Speaking of the Stillwater West, let's go there right now and discuss the highlights from the latest press release. Michael, the Stillwater West is a high-grade polymetallic project that has the initial indications of being the next major plat reef discovery, which is known more for PGEs. But that may be challenged as you have some exciting news to share with us about high-grade gold drill results. What can you share with us? Uh, absolutely. It's certainly true that Stillwater name is synonymous with the highest grade major palladium platinum mines in the world. And uh, with 80 million ounces, it's the largest out of South Africa and Russia. But behind that is one of the very best and most productive magmatic intrusions in the world. And it offers a number of other metals and additions to PGEs. Um, our work in the lower Stillwater complex has confirmed that plat reef potential that you mentioned. Uh, long lengths of platinum group metals, but also nickel, cobalt, and uh, copper. And we're now modeling those into our first resources. Historically, the district has been explored uh, for high-grade nickel, copper, and chrome, and mined for those elements. Um, and there were also some placer operations for precious metals as well. So in broad strokes, it's a famously metal-rich district, and on a global scale, actually. Speaking of resources, does Group 10 Metals anticipate publishing a maiden 43-101 this year? Yeah, we are, uh, we're on track um, in terms of converting those known mineralized zones, to, which we've talked about, I think, in previous interviews. We're on track for those for 2020. We're focused on those three primary areas, the, the Platte Reef model that we've talked about in past interviews, uh, being the, the um, Discovery Hybrid Unit at Chrome and Camp, and then the HGR at Iron Mountain. Um, that's summarized well in all our materials. The uh, the fourth uh, target on that list, um, and one of the most advanced mineralized zones, is in fact the high-grade gold zone that um, we've just uh, put out news about, and that's the pine target. Um, it's the, the only really advanced high-grade gold target um, at, at Stillwater, um, and we acquired that with the rest of the package in 2017. 
Um, we took the same approach we did elsewhere on the property. We compiled all the historic data. We re-logged and where necessary, re-assayed whatever core we could get our hands on. And then we brought in fresh thinking. And that's really what's produced this, this news that we're talking about today, um, including the, the more modern geologic modeling techniques. Um, so Pine quickly became one of the top five uh, target areas on the property. Um, and again, it's the only high-grade gold target of any size uh, to date at Stillwater. Michael, what kind of dimensions are we talking about here? So as of 2018, um, our work was telling us that the pine target was about 150 meters by 15 meters in surface, been tested to about 90 meters of depth. Um, and that's with seven holes that returned um, nice grades, over 16 grams gold, plus nearly a gram of PGEs, uh, over eight meters. And then in a separate hole, 28 grams of gold, plus more than two grams uh, PGEs, over 2.6 meters, and both of those are near surface. So that changed in 2020 as a result of our 2019 uh, work, um, as you've seen in the two news releases from earlier in, uh, in May. Uh, first of all, we completed soil coverage uh, across the pine target, and we took that survey uh, kilometers to the west as well. And second, we conducted uh, geological sampling and mapping programs in that area to confirm the grades and expand on that mineralization at pine. What were some of the successes of those programs? We had great success with both of those programs. Uh, we identified four new soil anomalies, three of them with high levels of gold, um, sometimes very high, up to half a gram gold in soil, um, which is a very compelling result. I mean, that's mine grade for some operations. And then that, that survey um, showed uh, high-grade gold in soils up to two kilometers to the west of the known gold at the pine target. Uh, we also confirmed high-grade gold in rock samples with multiple samples over 10 grams per ton gold plus PGEs, which correlates very well with what we're seeing in the drill core at Pine. The second part um, of that, um, and the very exciting part, is that we worked with the U.S. Geological Survey to assay some core samples from 1977 from the HGR target, which we've talked about previously, it's nine kilometers to the east of Pine, and we found similar high-grade gold uh, uh, over select intervals that had never been assayed before for precious metals. And uh, significantly, they also co-occur in a suite of minerals that uh, tend to occur together. So with that, we've established that high-grade gold exists outside of the confines of the Pine shear zone, and that opens up the potential for similar mineralization in the magmatic layers across the 25-kilometer-wide property. We also have a tool, this Pathfinder suite of elements, uh, to assist us in exploration and targeting of that kind of, of high-grade gold mineralization. Sorry for the interruption, folks, but I do want to remind you, everything we're covering today with Mr. Raleigh is in the description box below. And if you like our content, make sure you share it with your family and friends, and I'd appreciate if you click the like button. Now, back to the interview. Those numbers are remarkable, and speaking of remarkable, uh, we've spoken in the past about high-grade rhodium samples. Do you have any new updates regarding rhodium to share with us? Yeah, rhodium is one of the lesser-known platinum group elements. It's after platinum and palladium in terms of production and use, but um, typically above ruthenium, osmium, and iridium. Uh, primary use, of course, is in catalytic converters for cars, and prices can be spectacular, especially recently. Um, it was over 10000 bucks at one point in recent months. $10,000 an ounce. Uh, and it's known to occur at Stillwater. Uh, in fact, they recover it um, in the mines next door to us. 
our work in 2018 added to that. And uh, that, of course, is while we were building those systematic data layers that we've been talking about. And we expanded that work in 2019. Um, I look forward to releasing those results very soon. At current and projected prices, um, it is right now about three or four times the price of gold per ounce. Uh, it can quickly become a valuable co-product. Yeah, just to be more exact on those numbers, in the month of March, it was 13000 <laughs> There you go. <laughs> All right, we've covered the high-grade uh, drill results. What would you like to share with us regarding geological sampling and mapping programs? Sure, yeah. The, the geological sampling and mapping programs are essential to us as they are aimed at advancing those earlier stage targets to drill-ready status. Um, and those are advancing nicely, I'm pleased to report, and our work with Goldspot is complementing the work by the Montana team very nicely. That artificial intelligence machine learning um, approach is bringing uh, forward some very interesting targets and helping us refine existing targets. Before we leave the Stillwater West, sir, what are some of the goals and deliverables of the second half of 2020 from Group 10 Metals? Well, our main focus, as we mentioned, is getting our maiden resources out in order to drive a revaluation of the company and get on to expanding and upgrading those resources based on the adjoining targets that we're identifying. Um, as you know, we've got untested conductive highs adjacent to these mineralized zones, um, and they're very likely mineralized based on what we've learned to date. Um, we are also now finalizing our exploration plans for 2020, and we look forward to announcing those shortly. Group 10 also has two additional highly qualitative assets worthy of being basically a flagship project in their own respective rights, one of which is a large gold project in Ontario. Does Group 10 still intend to sell this asset, sir? They're both effectively for sale, but we're not in a, in a rush. Um, these are quality assets acquired during the bear market cycle. We own them 100%. Uh, the Black Lake Drayton Gold Project that you mentioned in Ontario in particular could easily be a flagship um, for another junior. And it's simply not our focus because we have uh, we have still water. It's in the Rainy River District and key point is that it joins uh, Treasury Metals Goliath Project. And only yesterday they announced that they are uh, consolidating their Goliath Project with the neighboring Goldland Project, which happens to join uh, our ground. Um, so this, our project just got much more interesting and the neighborhood is moving very nicely towards consolidation and ultimately construction of a mill by Treasury Metals. Um, so we'll do the right deal at the right time on that, uh, that project. We continue to receive expressions of interest and evaluate them. How about the second asset? The Kluwani PGE nickel project, uh, nickel copper project, sorry. Uh, it adjoins what used to be the Wellgreen deposit. It's uh, Nickel Creek Platinum. Um, it's one of the largest undeveloped deposits of its type in the world. And um, we have uh, over 250 square kilometers in that, that belt. 100% um, owned, highly prospective, and uh, similar to Black Lake Drayton, we'll do the right deal at the right time uh, for that ground. We continue to get expressions of interest in that as well. Let's shift our focus on the capital structure. Sir, what are the current share price and capital structure for Group 10 Metals? Yeah, about 120 million shares out, about 26 cents per share. Um, and at that price, it's worth noting 
that all our warrants are in the money, $4.7 million worth of warrants in the money. And that's in addition to nearly $3 million in the bank. So we're well funded for 2020 and beyond, um, certainly to deliver on our key objectives. And uh, we are also permitted, of course, to do our work as well. Management holds about 29% and institutions are about 20% and, and growing nicely. Mr. Raleigh, before we close, what did I forget to ask? Uh, well, let's touch on, on two things uh, just in wrap-up here. Uh, f- first is the fact that we're in Montana in one of the absolute best districts in the world for these commodities. Um, the U.S. government has listed them as critical. I think we could use the words precious, strategic, and industrial. I think those also apply. Um, let's remember that uh, 78% of the world's platinum supply comes out of South Africa. And um, we're in one of the absolute best districts in the world, ge- geologically, um, in uh, in North America, in fact, in the U.S., at a time when, when the government is looking to secure domestic supplies of these commodities. Uh, Montana has also just been a very good place for us to operate. Um, we've seen Rio Tinto recently uh, continue with um, American Pacific, and um, Sandfire Minerals is doing well at the Black Butte project. Um, so this is a good district this, uh, for, for mining. Uh, Michael, and if I can, if I can interject it. there, if I can interject there, what are the cost differences that you, that investors may not be aware of? Because you reference South Africa, seventy eight percent of the metals come from there. But what is their cost of production? Uh, high and increasing in, in South Africa, the the mines are deep. Um, they're they're narrow and they're flat lying, so they're coming down many kilometers on the edges of the system. Um, the cost simply of, of cooling the air and supplying air at those depths is is problematic. Safety is a problem. These mines are closing. Um, they have been for years, and that's been eroding platinum supply, and that ultimately will drive the price higher. Um, I think that's why Sabanier was very smart to uh, to purchase Stillwater in 2017 for $2.2 billion. And we've seen Implats, another giant of the South African platinum group space, by North American Palladium for one billion just last year, and I think that trend will will continue. They 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 need to diversify out of South Africa and South African production, and that is ultimately driven by their costs there and closing production. I think we should also just wrap up on the on the gold uh, note, and the fact that our our work released just weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, has significantly expanded the potential for high-grade gold at Stillwater, um, which seemed confined previously based on the understanding even up to a year ago. And we've just taken that wide open across the magmatic layers, um, which is, is a hugely significant revelation um, in terms of targeting high-grade gold mineralization at Stillwater. And as a backstory, we have that 30-kilometer uh, project in Ontario, in a district that's just gotten a lot more interesting. Between those two, I think we offer really good exposure to gold uh, at a time when investors should be very interested in precious metals, particularly gold, uh, in this age of currency debasement um, by governments worldwide. Mr. Raleigh, for someone listening that wants to get more information about Group 10 Metals, please share the website address. I'd be glad to. Triple W. Group10metals.com, G-R-O-U-P-T-E-N-M-E-T-A-L-S.com. Mr. Raleigh, thank you for coming on the program today. It's been a real pleasure, sir. Thank you, Maurice. Always a pleasure. 
Group 10 Metals trades on the TSXV symbol PGE and on the OTCQB symbol PGEZF. Group 10 Metals is a sponsor of Proven and Probable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's message. And as a reminder, I'm a licensed representative for Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, where we have a number of options to expand your precious metals portfolio from physical delivery offshore depositories, and precious metal IRAs, give me a call at 855-505-1900, or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com. Finally, please subscribe to Proven and Probable for mining insights and bullion sales. Subscription is free. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.